The following program was produced by Community Producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the Community Producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148, your weekly Malden show where we talk about all things Malden, hopefully. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host for this evening. I come and host this program every third Wednesday of the month, which brings us to today, Wednesday, September 19th. It's been about three months since I've been on. I hope everybody had a great summer. Uh, we're on to great things here in September, including our sports teams. The Red Sox could clinch tonight. The Patriots are back in action. Things are looking great. But more importantly, uh, I'm excited to bring you my guest tonight. He's a friend, and, and a lot of you know who he is. Uh, he is um, the president of Malden Overcoming Addiction. His name is Paul Hammersley. Paul, welcome to the program. Michael, great to be here. Thank you for having me on. It's been a little while, my friend. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, I was on with you, I think, maybe two years ago? Yeah, it was a couple of years. Yeah. I know you've yeah. come and visited the show with uh, Ed. Yeah, yeah. I, I did a, a piece with Ed. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, you're busy with your own show as well. I have my own show, Overcoming Addiction. We, we do that once a month. It's actually tomorrow night upstairs. How's your summer? I'm busy. Yeah, you're busy. a busy guy. Yeah, it's like everybody else. It was a great summer. Um, yeah. You know, wonderful family. There was plenty of time for, for my daughter and my wife and the kids. That's and what it's all about. It was a hot know, summer. It was hot. It's still it's still it's relatively still, warm, yeah. yeah last yeah. week we had some uh, some hot days, and yeah. we still might. We got three more days actually technically left in the summer. But it's great to have you here, Paul. There's a lot we're going to um, hopefully dig into yeah. on all the work you do uh, in this town and beyond. Um, I did want to touch upon... Uh, a very serious uh, event that happened in you and your family's life back in April. Maybe people don't know, um, but you had a terrible fire with your house, if you could. Uh... Yeah, so April 18th, um, yeah, we, we uh, I got a, I was working at the time. I was working in the mayor's office, and uh, I got a phone call, and, and I could clearly see that it was the fire department calling me, but I didn't think anything of it because I deal with the fire department for many things throughout the day and in my job, and on the other end of the phone, when I answered it, they, they just said, Paul, you need to get home. There's been a second alarm at your house. Um, goodness. So I asked her to repeat it, and she said it again, and it was clear to me that my house was on fire. Um, you know, what, what, do you, what do you say? So, so I, I grabbed my keys, and I, I ran. And, um, you know, it's about a three-quarter of a mile trip to my, to my house from, from Malden Square, and... Uh, I was just staring at the, the black smoke in the sky and the helicopters circling, knowing that that's my home. 
and I don't know if my parents got out. I don't know if my sister got out, you know, my niece, my animals. Um, you know, you just don't know. Right. So, so the, the feeling of um, helplessness is, is alive and well. And then when I, when I arrived, um, there was probably at that point 50 or 60 first responders. Um, there, was, there was three different cities there. Um, I saw my mom on the ground with oxygen, didn't see my dad, you my know. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. So, and we lost everything. The house was a total, um, it was totaled. It was, everything was gone. But today, um, where we sit right now at this point, we're rebuilding on Ashland Street on the same, in the same home. Um, the demo has been completed. They are framing it as we speak. My family, um, you know, the good thing was everybody got out okay. Absolutely. We, we lost our cats. But the family, the family was out okay, and my my family currently is residing in Medford, um, waiting for the house to be rebuilt. In you know, in a perfect world, we're hoping for April, May, for the um, to be able to move back in. Yeah, and that's the good news. But that's the good it's been news. A long yeah. road back. I know from time to time you you update the folks on social media. Yeah, I, I've been I've been showing the progress of the house. Um, you know. That's just what I do. I'm a yeah. social media guy. I'm a right. media guy. So I'm, no, I'm, I think people are, you know, you know invested you, in I'm, I'm taking pictures and video and, and just kind of updating the progress of the house. And um, every everyone in this city has been amazing. There was a fundraiser. I can't say enough um, enough good things about right. how people rallied around my family and, and myself. Um, kind of wells you up a little bit yeah. just to see the, the love and support that the city showed my family at that time. Um, I just openly just want to say thank you to everybody who, who reached out to us. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, thank God, Paul, mm. everybody yeah. got out safe and you are rebuilding mm-hmm. and uh, you know you have this the support of the community and the love of the community. I, I would go nowhere stuff. else. We're yeah. rebuilding on the same spot. Yeah. Like, I will we'll never leave. Right. You know? Onward and upward. That's correct. Right. God I bless. was born here, and, you know, most likely I will die here. God bless. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. why, you know, I'm saying, oh, was he bringing that up? But I know you wanted to update the folks. And, and yeah, and yeah. And it, and, 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 it, and it did tie into a lot of the work that I do. I mean, you know, it, there was a lot going on at, at, at one time between a fire, a change of job. Yeah. You know, um, Maldon overcoming addiction. There was just a lot happening at one time. And, you know, you, the human element overwhelming. in this. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yes. But, you know, you get through things. Yeah. You know, when you think you can't, you can. You find the strength. You find the strength, you yeah. know. And you know, you're strong in faith. And, and, and with all that, um, I, also, um, I also foster a little girl. Unbelievable. So we're trying to adopt a little girl. So in the midst of all this, you know, we have our family. And, and, and it, it's a lot. And, again, just if you think you can't, I'll say it again, you can. And that, yeah. that, that fact is into the work that I do. So well, You have broad shoulders, my friend. Yeah, you yeah, know, well, it, what's your alternative? Right. You know, what, what do you do? I mean, if you don't do it. You're a fighter. Keep you know, fighting. That, that's that's right. all you can do. That's it. That's it. Well, I'm glad uh, it's still a long road back, mm-hmm. but uh, that would make it about a year's anniversary, right? Uh, yeah, we're, you can we're hoping for the year. That's what that's what they uh, they told us the day of the fire. They said it takes three months um, before they even do anything because insurance purposes, and then the house takes six to eight months to rebuild. And they're right on schedule, so give or take a little bit. We're, everybody's okay. It's all it's all going to be fine. Good. Yeah. Good to yeah, hear. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, now let's. Uh, 
jump into some of the work you've been doing. Sure, uh, just, sure. Just some. We only have an hour, you know. Yeah, yeah, we uh, could. Yeah, I'm, we could talk about this all night. But your title is it? You're president of MOA, which is Malden uh, Overcoming Addiction. That's correct. So. Um, Almost four years ago, you know, we saw the need, and I have to give um, accolades where they're due, and it was um, Mayor Christensen and Chief Molis. We had met um, about four years ago just talking about what we were seeing in the city and um, what could potentially be done in this world. So we, we, we saw a community meeting um, one night, and we went to it, and um, it was just a bunch of folks gathered around trying to figure out like how can this community better serve each other and what can we do as a community to to move this forward and try to help one another. So um, I continued those meetings and I called it Malden Overcoming Addiction and um, that was almost four years ago. And I think most people understand and see it all the time. They know what we're up to. We, we are now a nonprofit 501c3. Yep. I am the president of the organization, the chairman of the board. Right. We have a lot going on. There's a lot to, to dive into. Yeah. But, yes, that that is um, a volunteer position, I might add. I've been doing that the whole time. Yeah, just, just running that organization. And um, a lot of fundraising involved. There's two There's two major fundraisers in, in – um, six events that are not fundraisers so we we bring a lot to the community but there are two major fundraisers that we do a year okay before and and i'm not sure this is one of them but i wanted to bring this up i mentioned to you right before we went to air um there was an event a couple days ago yes and where am i health home purpose and community well that's that that's not quite the name of it, but okay. you're on the right track. So where, where we're at <laughs> I'm now, learning, folks. where we're at now, it's, it's every September is Recovery Month. Okay. So all month long, there are different coalitions and different um, people doing different events to showcase Recovery Month. Got it. And more Massachusetts of Addiction and Recovery, who I sponsor, they're um, they're who I inspired to be. They're they're a very big. Um, coalition and they they kind of keep us all together in the whole um, region Arlington Medford Malden it's it's the whole region of all of us and so they run what they call recovery day and thousands of people in recovery show up in Boston on City Hall Plaza along with the governor and and the mayor Marty Walsh and and um you know, there's Michael Botticelli, um, who once worked with the president, um, President Obama. He's there. He runs the Graken Center. And on it goes with all the um, the big politicians and the big names who support this, along with probably a couple of thousand people in recovery. And then we have a march that goes down from City Hall Plaza to Faneuil Hall into um the old state house at Faneuil Hall, like sure. you, you go inside yeah, there, exactly and then right. it's just a full day of recovery, people talking, performing, this talent showcased, and what an amazing day. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really special. Yeah, um, so again, you have uh, many events. Actually, before we get, we're going to, we're going to, we got a couple things coming up uh, in do. October and in November. Yeah. We're certainly going to plug, but I wanted to, you, you you mentioned briefly about your show, and I think you have a show tomorrow night. I do. As far as um, show that's down here, correct? It's upstairs. So it's bas- what we do, uh, Malden Overcoming Addiction, a beautiful tool with Malden Access Television, I might add. Yes. Um, 
it, it's a great tool for us to use to educate the public on what's going on in the world of addiction because it could be anything from a family member who is struggling to a family member that might have lost another family member or it could be people in recovery it can be um, all about treatment there are many things we talk about on the show like you do here you showcase many different things so I thought it was important um, that we the Malden Overcoming Addiction has a monthly television show we simply call it overcoming addiction and i am the host and i bring certain guests on every month different topic tomorrow night we're going to be talking about um treatment and what treatment and beyond so where where is the current treatment how to navigate the treatment system because a lot of people don't really know what to do when they have a friend or a loved one who needs help the main culprit is no one knows what to do. No one knows who to call. So we've been very successful with the tool of Malden Access Television of sharing our message, and we're educating a lot of folks in Malden on the disease of addiction. Yeah, and as I mentioned to you earlier, I mean, I've been uh, caught up on a few of the shows. It's a great show. And by the way, do you shoot that live? It's or live to tape. Live to tape. Yeah, and is yeah. it? Do you know the nights it's on? Because they can get it on demand anytime. Once it's uh, it, it airs twice a month. It usually airs. I know Mr. Mudge is out there. Uh, it usually airs Wednesdays and Saturday nights. I want to say it's Wednesday at 6 p.m. and Saturday at 9. Don't quote me, but it airs twice a week for the whole month. And I know that for sure. And I think the times are 6 and 9 p.m. Wednesday and Saturday night. Right. And usually, um, you know, the link, you, you usually post the link or it'll be and on the website. And then that's or, the beauty with yeah. the show. So I um, I take the link. I... I um, I take the file and I put it on Malden Overcoming Addiction's YouTube page. So if you visit Malden Overcoming Addiction, if you visit MaldenOvercomingAddiction.com and you scroll to the bottom, all of our social media is there. You can click Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Flickr, and see everything we're doing. If you click YouTube, I think we're on the 15th episode now. Yep. So it's been about a year and a half we've been doing it. We've got everything on there. We've even done a Narcan training. So we I can send someone a link and they can learn how to use Narcan. Instead of having to go find a training, I have it on tape. So, you know, one month we had Cataldo Ambulance in. We just bring in whatever is going on in the world of recovery every month. That's right. And the people you bring in, as I mentioned to you before, I'm just uh, I'm just blown away by the courage some of these folks come on and yeah. show. Yeah. Um, you know, some that are, are in recovery, mm-hmm. some that have lost loved ones, mm-hmm. and it just, it, it, it always chokes me up watching it but it's tremendous courage and they're out there trying to help other families mm-hmm. and uh fight the battle that you've been fighting that's that's all you can do yeah you know it's uh it's a group it's and it's a great show it's it's a really great show that has shows resources and tools that's and, the uh, thing mike it's the resources yeah. that's why we do it yeah. because um again folks don't know what to do and there's so many resources that we talk about and things that people just don't know and especially for families that might just need just need some help so again yeah that that's it i thank you for bringing that up when we do have a a show tomorrow night and it will air you know midweek end of week and it'll be up for the month and it'll be on your website it'll be on the website we'll we'll have that i'll have it on our facebook page it'll be on facebook by the end of the week our facebook facebook is very active malden overcoming addiction facebook all things moa all things in the city if you want to find out well, one of the shows, I, I forget which episode it was, um, I was watching dealt with, uh, forgive me, I forget the guest name, but yep. it, it dealt with the Recovery Coach Academy training. Yes, that was uh, um, Donna Aiello. Um, okay. Yeah. 
And um, could you talk a little bit about what, what that is? Yeah, so um, we, we, ran a re- we ran three recovery coach academies. So a recovery coach is someone, it's basically a peer-to-peer model that is out there in the state right now. And it's a recovery coach is simply someone that meets you where you're at. It's someone to walk on your journey with you. Um, someone to help you remove barriers that you might have, whether it's, um, you know, when, when you're using and you're, you're stuck, your life sort of um, kind of crumbles on you all around you until you can figure out how to get help. And once you may get that help, a lot of things that the normal person achieves on a daily basis, that person in new, newly in recovery doesn't have those things such as health insurance, such as they might be in trouble with the law, such as a job. There's many things that deteriorate to, you know, the things that happen to a person that um, is actively using. So when that person does decide to come around, they can use a recovery coach and that coach is there. It's like their biggest cheerleader, their motivator. They remove barriers. They just walk alongside of you judgment free. And I actually, um, I am a certified addiction recovery coach. So I do that work. And I also work with people who are currently still using. So the job of a recovery coach is, you know, I'm just going to say the terms, this terminology, and, and I'm not going to sugarcoat addiction because addiction is, is it, it, it's very bad right now. We're in some. We're inside something that is. Um, it's real. It's awful. It's not getting any better. So, um, when someone's shooting dope, that's the term. When they're using heroin, um, IV drug using, right. you know, through a needle. If someone is shooting four or five bags of dope a day, I want to see if I can get you to shoot three or four. How, how can we bring that bag down? How can we bring you down with the goal of, essentially, you not not using that drug anymore but my goal working with someone is to point out you know well well how's your life going you know are you working because if someone's usually using heroin they they really can't get a job so it's my job to point out things to that person and maybe maybe we take a look at how you're living and why don't we try changing it a little bit why don't we try this instead of that and you know you, you try to just paint the picture for the person so the person can see life for what it is because people get lost People get lost in that world. They get trapped, and it is a disease. I have to say it again. It's it's their rational thought. Everything's gone. You you um you know you become you become addicted to the drug to the point of you're physically ill and sick if you don't use it. You're using it against your will. You don't want to use it. You wake up in the morning with good intentions, but by midday you're violently ill and you have to use it to get through the day. Monster. It's beyond that. Yeah, monsters putting it mildly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and you speak to that. The five. I think that that was interesting to me. The harm harm reduction model. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you mean by that's meeting correct. them where they are. Well, harm reduction would be okay. So here's a good um, a good version of harm reduction. So part we'll get into my new position, but part of yes. what I do now. Um, I visit Malden train station. I go to where they call the hot spots, and I just go sit. Just go hang out. I know some people out there that are still struggling. So harm reduction means, if you don't know what that means, um, if you see two people, you want to make sure those people, you know they're using, but you want to make sure they're using together. Don't use alone because when you're using alone, that's when you can nod off an overdose. Make sure they're using clean needles. 
I know this sounds crazy, but this is what this is what it's come to. Yeah. So people want to we want to make sure they're using clean needles because when you're sharing a needle, that's when other diseases become involved. There's hepatitis C. There's all kinds of other things that happen. So harm reduction is making sure that that you're together, making sure you're not using, um, you know, sharing a needle, making sure you have a clean needle, just all things like that. That's harm reduction, you know. Fascinating. And as far as these trainings, how frequent do you have them? What what kind of... We uh, ran three trainings a year ago, um, and they, they're not cheap. And the Malden Police and Fire Department um, had a grant that they, they helped us... Um, Oh, that's good news. Yeah, it was fantastic. We worked very closely with the Malden Police and Malden Fire Department, and we trained about 83 people. We got 83 people wow. trained in the course of a year. Um, we currently have people at our disposal, so on our website, you can fill out a form. If you were looking for a coach, you could go to MaldenOvercomingAddiction.com, fill out a form. Everything on our website goes directly to my phone. So I, I clearly get the um, the form, and I look at it. Then I try to best hook that person up with someone of one of the coaches that we've trained. Yeah. And I try to make a connection. You know, I like to keep men with men, women with women, if possible. And, you know, if somebody's an older gentleman or an older lady, I like to I like to keep the, the demographic basically the same so they feel comfortable. And if someone's, you know, hopefully it's Malden, keeping it in Malden. But some of the requests that come in, it's not everybody's from Malden that might need help. So a lot of things. There's a lot of variables to it. But yes, it was an amazing year we had last year. I do not have another training currently planned. Okay. So we had three last year. And right now, um, we have a lot of coaches. We are coaching. And, and the, the initiative sort of switched a little bit this year because we're looking for like a recovery center. So we can talk about that yes. when we get to it. Yes. So there's a, yeah. To answer your question, the, the academy was amazing. We did one in the senior center. We did one in the high school. Um, there was three different spots in the city where the, there was um, just just city entities that were gracious enough to let us come in and use their facility to train. And if you could make the distinction, because that I mean, when I heard coach, the, the distinction between a coach and a sponsor is very two different, different things. Two different things. In mm -hmm. an example, an example is um, so a sponsor through another fellowship. Um, that sponsor really wants maybe a person. They, they, they sort of tell you what to do. Um, that's in re in recovery? Yeah, they're yeah. They're not actively A sponsor, them? yeah, that's correct. A, okay. a sponsor is in another fellowship where there's a, a person maybe with some quite some, you know, a bit of time under their belt and they're working like a 12-step program. Okay. And then there's a newcomer that comes in that needs a sponsor. So that person that's currently worked the steps can try to help the, the new person. Get involved working the steps, sure. but it's it's um, a coach isn't someone that a, a coach doesn't ever tell you what to do. It's how can I help you? Yeah. Like what are you going through? You point things out to someone. Well, gee, from from what I hear, it sounds like you might be struggling with this. You know, maybe maybe if we do it this way, it might work better for you. You know, stuff like that. It, it's just uh, it's meeting someone. Gotcha. Right, it's peer to peer. Mm -hmm. right where they're at and neither one is wrong a sponsor sponsorship or coach just people need different things at different times and a sponsor usually won't work with someone that's actively using if you use you're generally told you know when you come back you know we can do it again but a coach will work with anybody at any time criteria to become a coach did they have have to have been 
uh, in recovery previously? We, we prefer that, but it, it's not necessarily the case, but the, the model is changing where it's called lived experience. It okay. works best if you have lived experience. So if you're in recovery yourself, and I'm not saying you have to be, but the model seems to work best, and that's the way they're shifting now. They're talking about that more and more. Okay. But it's not like law. Right. And to become a recovery coach, there's there's a lot of things you have to do. So the trainings that we run, um, they're not a simple training. It's five days. Yeah. It, you, and it's, it's hard for folks. Like So we did them on Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. We, con- we condensed it into four in, over two weeks. When I did it back in the day, I went Monday – through Friday. So basically you have to take a vacation from, from your real job. Right. And you have to, you know, it's very hard to do their eight hour days. So we did it here in mall. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's intensive. So you get the 30 hours training, which, which you be, you get a certification. I'm sorry. You get, you're not certified, but you, you get the 30 hours in where you're able to coach someone, but you're not certified to become certified. You get a certificate of completion after completing the recovery coach Academy. Once you get the certificate of completion, you could go out as a coach under supervision. I'm also a recovery coach supervisor. So you could go out and work for someone under supervision, but it's, it's, we encourage you to go further. You have to get 500 hours in the field. There's a whole bunch of other trainings you must take to get your actual certification. It's called a CARC, a Certified Addiction Recovery okay. um, Certified Addiction Recovery Specialist. And um, I've got that. So the academy starts the process. And then you will be able to work under supervision. So... All right. So look at it. There's a lot we're uh, jumping into mm. here. And um, so let's get to your, your new job that this just recently happened. You were named and you can jump in here, the Addiction Recovery Resource Specialist. For the City of Malden. For the City so, of Malden. So Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so over the course of the three years with Malden Overcoming Addiction, the mayor was, um, he was just over, you know, he, he, he knew what I was up to. Yeah. The city council knew what I was doing. A lot of Malden residents were, were seeking help and I was helping them. Um, I was helping quite a few people through Malden overcoming addiction, right. but it was almost starting to cross over. It was, um, it was just the, the problem is really growing. You know, the, the problem in our, in our city, in our community is right. for real. It's, right. um, and, and I was doing a lot of work and um, they, they saw it fit that, um, that the city puts in, in position, someone in government that a resident can walk right into to City Hall and receive help. So yeah. the, the vote, the Malden City Council and the mayor, I can't thank it enough. The Malden City Council, it was a unanimous vote. And uh, the mayor put it through, the council voted on it. And now I am in the health department as the, the health addic- department. I am in the board of health as the addiction recovery resource specialist. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm working currently with, um, I'm starting to break into the school system. Um, I'm currently starting to break through to Malden drug court. There are residents that I'm working with. There are families I'm working with. I've placed at least 10 people since July 1st into sober living, um, you know, and on and on it goes. And we're also taking, um, this is National Recovery Month, like I said, and Malden is recognizing that. So they're they're kind of placing me in different locations every month for two hours. So this Monday, the 20th, I will be at Cambridge Health Alliance, and we're calling it um, 
resources and recovery with Paul Hammersley. I will have a resource table there. So any residents that want to come out and just learn. Great idea. Learn about addiction, or if you have a problem and you're seeing this show and you're hearing about it, you can come talk to me and I can get you the resources you need. Or family members that are family members, all of it. It's it's the whole gamut. I have. We like to say like, Malden is resource rich with with all the resources for addiction. We can point you in the right direction. Whatever I might not specifically be to help you on the spot, but if I can't, I can get you where you need to be. So that that's the beauty of this, um, yeah. And it's it's. I think we had. I'll give some numbers. From July sixth to August fourth or fifth, we had eighteen overdoses and four fatalities. My goodness. Yeah. So it's it's every month. Not those numbers aren't that high every month, but right. it just gives you an idea. You know, we're, we're dealing with um, with a, with a very. It's a real problem. It's a health crisis. So we're right at the beginning of trying. It's all prevention right now, and I'm hoping that we can get to the young people because that's what's going to change it. It has to start at the kindergarten level. There has to be a yeah. curriculum in place. I've heard you say that many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's got to feel good in a sense that all this work you've been doing, not that it would ever get unnoticed, but this just seems like the perfect fit and for the city and the mayor just to, to galvanize this, just to feel that all behind you, Paul, must feel pretty good. It's amazing. Um, it, it's needed. I grew up here. I was born here, um, you know, and I struggled with addiction myself for uh, for a very long time. I, I was nine years old, misguided, nobody's fault. Um, it just happened. So I, I know what can happen to a child at a very young age. And I was nine and I woke up when I was 37. Wow. So, so I know firsthand what can happen. Um, and I live my life every day to to help the city, um, to help the residents, and to help whoever is struggling. I have my own recovery program that I still work on a daily basis. I still receive help. I still go to meetings. I still get my own treatment. Um, I'm 15 years in recovery now, um, and I have a lot to give back. And so that that's what I do. I'm I'm driven. I'm driven by what I've been through um, personally, and and what I've you know. I can imagine that carries yeah. so much weight it, with It's someone. heavy. It's heavy. Um, you know, you can't take it back. All you can do is move forward. You, you, it's, it's, it's all, I look at it as it, it's, it's the end game. You know, how, how does it end? It's going to, I want it to end for me, you know, like on a positive note. That's just a personal struggle that I have. I, I live every day to, to just do the right thing and, and help people because I just know I know what it's like out there. Yeah. Um, well, it's again, it's, it's it's great news. You are where you are. That's, that's it. Sure. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and are there other? Did you name other dates besides the Cambridge Alliance that you're going to be? No, we haven't okay. secured that yet. Okay. So um, every month you can look, you can keep your eye out. The city's been posting it. So on the city Facebook page, um, they created a, a like an event page. So this Monday again, I'll be at Cambridge Health Alliance Conference Room A. Um, from one to three, just talking recovery and giving resources to anyone that wants it. And then next month, we will look at where else um, I'll be. We're trying to make it, some people still might not want to walk in City Hall. They might, you know, it could feel overwhelming walking in. So we're trying to, yeah. yeah, we're just, you know, until we break 
totally break through that stigma that we're working on. But it, it you know, to, to have someone walk into City Hall and talk to someone, it, it could be overwhelming. So yeah. we'll bring it to you. I might be in. I don't want to say the places, but right, it, it right. could be in a, a certain, whether it's a Dunkin' Donuts, right. wherever I'm going to be, exactly. but we'll announce it and just make it comfortable for people to come by and just sit down and have a, have a conversation on, you know, on, on how we can help, how the city can help you. Great idea. Yeah. Uh, look, we're halfway through the show. Wow. And, uh, we still got more to cover, but I definitely wanted to cover um, a couple of the uh, media events immediate events that are coming up, uh, yes. starting with October 7th. I know this is your fourth annual uh, candlelight vigil. Vigil. That's Tell right. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, that was the first thing we did as as a coalition. So when, when we, I'll back up to the beginning of the show, when I said to you, we, we sat around figuring out what could we do, mm-hmm. uh, I came up with the idea, well, let's honor the people we've lost. It, it, it's probably a really good idea um, for families that, you know, you, you hate to see anyone pass, but, you know, it, it's nice to recognize people who aren't here anymore. Um, so we honor the people we've lost and their family members. And we had a vigil three and a half years ago, just about four years ago. And it, you know, it, it really went over really yeah. well. I hate to say that, but right. it was it was a very... It was a very moving event, and we've continued the um, every year. It grows and it grows, and the numbers get bigger, and people come out. And I just think it's just a great thing to honor and remember those we've lost. So this October 7th, we're having our fourth candlelight vigil at the Malden High School Courtyard. If it rains, we move inside to the gallery. But it starts um, at 6 p.m. It's 6 to 8. At 6 o'clock, it starts on the high school steps. We're asking folks to arrive at 545. We give everyone a little candle. There'll be somebody playing an acoustic guitar, light music, and then we we walk. We march from the front of the high school. We go down Salem Street. Then we take a left on Ferry Street, and then we go into the courtyard, and we have a program all set up. Um, And as you enter the courtyard, there's a few hundred names in in, um, pictures. There's pictures scrolling on the screen of everyone we've lost, and then there's bags with a candle in it, and on every bag is represents a person we've lost. Oh, so you sort of so look nice. at the bag, and um, you know you just you realize why you're there, and it's it's just um, you know it, it's it's I don't even have the words to describe because it's very moving, and then. The, the program will start. It starts with a prayer, and, and usually, um, you know, Mayor Christensen opens it up, and then the police chief, and I think Senator Lewis is on the docket this year. Um, so there are speakers? Yes, and, and then I speak, and okay. then it's about we, we a person in long— uh, the first person that speaks from the public is a person who's lost a child. So they stand up, and, and they, they talk about that, and then after that, it's a person in long-term recovery. Then there will be a person with that's newer in recovery— and then the um, the fire department is also there. So what happens after that is all the names are read one at a time. And after each name, there's a bell that's rung by the fire department um, for that individual. And this is a moving uh, it's, event. There's a lot of tears. It's, um, it's needed. It's yeah. very needed. It, it's just uh, it's a community come together. And, and, um, Part of the healing. Is it is. It is. And... and um, it means a lot, and there's a couple of hundred names that we have. Uh, I don't know the exact number. It's a lot. And then after that, there'll be a song sung by um, 
you know, somebody with a guitar, and, and then we end it. But there's all resource tables there after the speakers. There's Narcan training. We train people on how to use Narcan. There's a ton of resource tables there. So folks just sort of mill around, talk to each other, get some resources. And um, so that's October 7th, 6 to 8, at the Malden High School Courtyard. Yeah, and, uh, and you know this because uh, that same day, uh, another organization you guys uh, I'm sure are well aware of. Mm-hmm. It's near and dear to my heart and yours, Paul. The Bread yep. of Life That's right. has its uh, annual, it's actually the 26th annual um, 5K walk uh, and run, or walk and 5K does run. Does that make you feel old? It does. 26th well, annual. I haven't been there for all of them. It's a I've long been alive time. for that, that, all of them. That's great. But uh, I've certainly been involved the last nine or ten years. It's a fun race. It's a great day. Actually, my brother Mark, who DJs, he's played live there before, but he DJs the music. Um, there's hand painting. It's great for kids. It's just a wonderful day. We always have a great turnout. Um, I've been to that. It's, it's amazing. Malden yeah. High kids show up and, and so many others. And it's a fun day. And that's um, the registration is at 12 to 1. And uh, we probably wrap up about 4 o'clock. The race and the walk starts at 1. Um, all the information is at the Bread of Life website, breadoflifemalden.org. Um, just look up the events page. And, um, you know, then go home, wash up, and, and go uh, pay tribute to the vigil. That's a great day. High. Isn't that a great day? Yes. Yeah. And the beauty is there's, there's, um, there's no Patriots game, so you're not going to miss the Patriots See, game. See, I was going to mention that. I was going to be the wise guy and mention no, That's right. That they're playing Thursday, Thursday night. night. That's, you know, that's a big reason why we chose that date. And, uh, yeah, you can't fight against the Patriots. That's right. Well, Tom yeah. uh, owns this town. That, so, that's correct. Um, and that's how we feel, uh, you know, because occasionally in the past they, they have played in the afternoon, you know, some of my buddies – Right. The pats are on. I'm not going to go to the wall. Right. Well, it's true. I mean, Pete, excuse? you know, you, you can't. Yeah. You can't. And that's um, it. What a great day. The bread of life in the day. Yes. And Malden overcoming addiction at night. What a great day to give um, just to come out and support two great organizations. That's right. And so that's Sunday, October 7th, which, believe it or not, is just less than three weeks away. 18 days. 18 days. He's got the number. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking forward to that. And then we got another big one. This one I'm excited about too, Paul. I am too. We have it. Fill us in on that. So... So a lot of the coalitions in my world, in the addiction world, you know, they, they do um, a lot of us fundraise because we need funds to, to do the work that we do. But, you know, it's usually a trivia night or it's um, a comedy night or it's something around those realms. And they're all fun nights. So I went a step further and, and I, I was trying to think, how can we like really, really bring it? And uh, I'm a rock and roll guy, always yeah. have been. I've sang in a band. Like, I'm just, I love music. And yep. uh, a couple of friends of mine are in a, a band um, called Kiss Forever. They're a Kiss tribute band. And these guys are great. They did a fundraiser for the Malden Teen Enrichment Center a few years ago. Um, you know, they're just good guys. They come out for a good cause. And yep. it's the makeup. It's the spitting of the blood. It's the, the whole, whole deal, right? The whole thing. The whole thing, front to back. <laughs> so I met with them, and uh, we came up with... Um, we came up with MOA and Kiss Forever Rock Addiction, November third at the Irish American. Oh yeah! I Another actually I handpicked the eighteen songs because I can only give them eighty minutes because you know we're gonna have a meal and oh, there's fifty yeah. fifties. Yeah. You know it's a whole it's a fundraiser, so there's a whole bunch of other things going on. But the entertainment it's gonna be song after song, eighteen songs. Um, 
all the songs you remember growing up. It's going to be such a fun Listen, night. I am a proud member of the Kiss Army. Me too. Still. Me okay? too. Yeah. I was going to bring my belt in tonight. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. I didn't make – which one was the uh, teen center? Have they done something for MOA previously? There was one at Jenkins Auditorium, That was right? for the teen center. That was for the teen that's center. That's correct. And then they just played a show in they, the region. In, they played Mix. at Mix 360. Okay. Um, yeah, that yeah. was that was just a play. You know, yeah, they, that was just, one of the guys are from Malden, but they come from one of them is from like the Springfield area. One is from Peabody. One is from near Rhode Island. Okay. So, but they love Malden. They uh, they love Malden. And that's November third. Now, what do people do for tickets? Do you not so, probably encourage wait till that? No, nope, no. Nope. You can uh, you can go on our website and it's on our Facebook page. There's a link. It's on Eventbrite. Um, so it's real simple. You either go to the Malden Overcoming Addictions website. There's a link right there. There's a there's a there's a page in the latest news, or you go to MOA's Facebook page. I okay. posted something today, and in you, you can't miss the picture because it's very. Oh yeah. You can't miss it's it. Loud and, and it's loud and inside the right in the text there's a link and we will have hard copy tickets within like a week. Okay. So you can see me. You can just contact me. Um, however you want to contact me, but the tickets are out there and you could get them that night. We would like you to get them beforehand sure. so we have a, a head. You know, a heads up on who's yeah. coming. Um, it'll and the be Irish American. Irish American. Henry's will cater it. Again, there'll be 50-50s. There's food. There's fun. We're hoping to have some special guests that night. You know, we can, it's just going to be a really, really fun night. Um, I am really looking forward to that one. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm planning to go to this one. I, yeah. I don't know why. I remember I was planning to go to Jenkins, but something happened. And I didn't go, but uh, November 3rd. Definitely yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be. I a, love it a, loud, Paul. That's, you know? that's in the, that's in the that's set list. Of course it's in the set. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You name it. Any song you can think. All the popular songs. <laughs> all the favorites. The, yeah. yeah. Um, that's going to be great. Do you know those guys personally? I do. I okay. do. Um, I've done a lot of work with those guys. I, I do some of the media for them. Um, we just did the Lowell Spinners. Um, we brought them out on a flatbed, and they did little spinners. Oh, that's right. I saw. Uh, yeah. I saw the press on that. Yeah, yeah. We after the game, they they went out in a flatbed, and they also just did NASCAR. Oh wow! Yeah, second year in a row, they've just done NASCAR. They go up and they they get a chance to play uh, to kick off the, the the weekend up, and I think it's is it Loudon? That's New Hampshire. New, yeah, yeah, it's, it's up there. Yeah, yeah they they uh, yeah they've played there the past two years. But yes, I do know them. They're great guys. Yeah, looking forward to that. So go. So we got a couple of big things coming up. Mm-hmm. October seventh, um, the fourth annual vigil yep. for MOA, and of course that day earlier in the day is a Bread of Life walk and run, and then of course November third, mm-hmm. kiss forever and ever and ever. Um, looking forward to that. Yep. Um, look at this. We're about forty minutes into the show. Still more things I wanted to talk about. Um, not to jump from kiss to this, but you touched briefly about your own recovery, and you've been incredibly honest, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from the beginning. That's right. Um, about this, and it takes. I've always told you I've just admired your courage so much regarding this and all the work that you do. But if you'd uh, like to talk a little bit more about that tonight, well, again, um, my my recovery is out there. It, if you if you don't talk about it, then people just um, keep it, keeping it in the closet is never good. Um, there's stigma that's attached to that. So for a long time, I I thought that if people knew that about me, they wouldn't um, treat me the same. I thought that people would shun me. It was something I lived with for. I only let people know I'd say four years ago. It was the first vigil 
is you when you suffered under that stigma. I suffered under that. I right. suffered every day hoping that I didn't run into somebody from my past who might bring that up. You know, in the line of work that I had, I was terrified that um, I didn't want you to know that about me. And, and I was never more wrong because, um, you know, Isn't to, that amazing? to be able to come out and, and talk about who you are, what you stand for, what you've been through and where you hope to be. There's nothing more powerful than that, more freeing than that, and gives you the ability to help others achieve that. Because so many people in this, in this world just don't, they, everybody has their own secret. Everybody does. Um, but something like this, it, we need, people in recovery need to stand up and shout it out because, it, you know, other people need to do that. There's so many people that are in recovery that just don't speak about it. So it's important that we talk about it and we help folks do that. Um, and I think this would be a great transition into something that we're trying to do. Malden Overcoming Addiction has a major initiative. Yeah. Um, and it's called the Bridge Recovery Center. This is what I want. Oh, this is good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, and why I, I'm bringing that up, Mike, is um, I know what wasn't available to me growing up, and that was recovery. I didn't know anything about it. I fell into something at a very young age, and I never knew how to get out. I didn't know there was another way. Um. So a recovery center, is, it's, it's a peer-to-peer -peer recovery center. So we have been pulling now for about two and a half years to bring the Bridge Recovery Center to Malden. And what, what the recovery center will do, it, it will be open from Monday through Saturday from roughly 8 or 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. And it's not beds. It's not clinical. There's nobody. It's not a detox. So people don't get nervous. It's not anything like that. It's just a center, sort of like the teen center, that model where it's a place where people can go be around people just like themselves right. and have a place to recover. And I don't, I'm not comparing the teen center with the recovery no, center. I'm just letting folks have an idea. It's a place for people to gather, like the teens gather as teens. People in recovery can gather as people in recovery. So the biggest, what we're finding out is the, the hardest obstacle is people that go to detox that cannot afford um, long-term treatment or they don't have the proper insurance, the detoxes today are a five to seven day stay. So you go into a detox and they give you a, they, they give you something to keep you comfortable for the first four or five days. And then the last day they don't give you anything and they boot you out. The insurance kicks you back home or wherever it is you came from. So you're essentially 24 hours with nothing in your system and you're right back to where you were five or six days ago. What chance do you have? What, not only what chance do you have, nobody believes you. You're going to come home and the, everybody's had it with you. Nobody wants you around because you've done nothing but lie, cheat, steal, manipulate. And no, one, no one's going to believe you. You have no one to hang around with. You have, you're essentially going to go back to doing what you were doing. So what the recovery center will do is allow people to come to the center and be around other people just like yourself 
and you'll have someone to talk to. There'll be job training. There will be health and wellness in there with the YMCA. Yeah. Um, ABCD is going to be around sure. for, for whether it's food, um, job training, housing. We are, are partnering with Cambridge Health Alliance for medical-assisted treatment. Um, there'll be there'll be bikes on board for a uh, bike path program. We um, are trying to partner with twelve different communities: Malden, Chelsea, Everett, Revere, Somerville, Winchester, Winthrop, Wakefield, right. Reading. We're going to have a bus to go pick people up, bring people back. So the process goes like this. Obviously, everyone asks, "Where's the money come from?" It does not come from the city. It comes from the Department of Public Health. Okay. There is currently ten recovery centers across Massachusetts and they're spread very it, it, it there's only there's one in Lawrence which is 25 miles north and then there's one the closest one is South Boston and no one in early recovery is going to take two trains and a bus to South Boston um, with no money they're just not going to go there right so we want to we have a, a proposed location here in Malden I don't want to divulge it yet sure. because we, we've already looked at it we have it um, we have our financials in order we are partnering with the Divine Recovery Center. The man's name is John McGahan from the Gavin Foundation. He is going to mentor me um, and the staff for about 18 months. We are not recreating the wheel. We want to run it just the way he runs his. He's sure. given us his blueprint. We've looked at it. We've turned it into the state. We've met with the state. We've met with Monica Burrell, the commissioner of the Department of Public Health, and Senator Lewis. Um, first, it started with Mayor Christensen getting on Senator Lewis, Senator Lewis going to DPH, and everyone is behind it. And last year we didn't get it in the budget. This year we did. So there's enough money for five recovery centers across the state for this this budget has already passed. Governor Baker just signed it by the end of mid-July. So that means everyone in the state is going to be gun ho for these recovery centers because it's been proven that in each community with the recovery center that crime is down, overdoses are down, it helps the community. Because when people aren't using, I mean obviously just do the math, you know, if people aren't using drugs, there's there's less of there's less people dying, there's less people overdosing, there's less crime. You know, and think about this. Why we're really really pushing for it. What's coming in one year from now? A casino, ah. which is going to bring a whole nother, a whole, unleash a whole nother animal of addiction. So we're going to offer Gamblers Anonymous as well. So there'll be meetings every night. Wow. There's going to be a family resource center in the center for families to come in and, and, and get resources. There's going to be all kinds of things to necessarily bring the person back into the working world. Just to, just to jump back for a second, it's five to seven days isn't enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's 28-day programs that's not enough. And so long-term sober living mm-hmm. is what is required. It is. Uh, right? It is. In Malden Overcoming Addiction, um, we also have part of our initiative, um, we have a scholarship program. So that's why we fundraise. We There's two fundraisers a year. The one with Kiss Forever is to fund our recovery coach program. And the one we do in May funds our scholarship program. Okay. What that means is um, we take someone right out of detox for five to seven days. And if they there's a form you fill out on our website, you have to be a Malden resident for this because I would run out of money in like two weeks. So it has to be a Malden resident. Um, if you need help, 
and you don't have a job and you're just hurting, we will take you and put you in a sober living facility for four weeks. I will give you 30 days. It costs us about $1,000. We put you in, and in those four weeks, you are expected to, um, you have to talk with a recovery coach once a week, and you're expected to get a job in those four weeks so you can pick up the fifth week and stay in inside the sober living facility. So basically, the first thirty days are the, are the hardest. Yes. Okay. So the scholarship program through Malden Overcoming Addiction is an amazing, amazing program. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. To to hand someone, it's almost like a, a ticket of life. Take this. I'm going to give this to you, and and Wonderful. like you you can you can do this. So we've um, we've sent sixteen people through in the past fourteen months. So we're averaging over one a month. Some some months there's more, but we've sent 16 people in. Not it must all. Be just so gratifying. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely amazing. But the recovery center ties into this too because now the recovery center will be a place for people to go as well. So that that's the whole point. When people come home after five to seven days, they have nowhere to go. Yeah. They, there's nothing for them to do. So we just try to create, and you nailed it. Sober living. You. It's it's called a program. You, I recommend that you you do at least six months into some kind of pro, you know even if it's a sober living house where sure. you get out and you work every day but you're going home and being accountable yeah. and you know they they're um, testing your urine you know and you, you're just going through and you're going to meetings and you know you, you're yeah. getting your life back. You have to learn how to retrain your brain, how to come back into society. So there's all these things going on and um, what's left to bring this that baby home. A proposal. So what's going to happen is the Department of Public Health will issue a, um, I think it's a, uh, a proposal needs to go in a RFP will, will happen in the next four weeks we're going to hear. I'm working directly now with Senator Lewis's office who is working with DPH who okay. will tell me exactly where I need to be from Malden at what point we need to be at. So it's going to be almost like a grant, and we're working Cambridge Health Alliance is on board with us, and everybody's on board with us to help us get the best proposal possible um, to turn into DPH so they choose Malden as a spot. Sure. I mean, that, that, would, that would be the most gratifying thing that's ever happened to me if we, if we get that. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Timetable? Timetable is we should have an answer in the next three months. Not not open the doors. Have an answer. Yeah, that's all right. Because if they, you know, the RFP is going to have to go in, and we should have an idea if they chose us or not. So we're we're hoping, you know, three to six months, we should have we should have some type of answer. So we've we 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 waited this long. We've made a lot of noise. I have I have a presentation that I've taken on the road. I've been to the district attorney. I've been to the state house. I've been all over the place with the presentation. Everyone knows where we're at. Everyone knows where the place is going to be. Everyone knows our name. So now we just I think people are going to look down and they're going to look at the grid at at that level of Department of Public Health and they'll they'll kind of see the need in Massachusetts where the, they look at numbers. You know, obviously everything is numbers, sure. but where we are, Malden, Everett, Rivera, Somerville, Chelsea, it's bad. You know, the numbers are high. Yeah. You know, they're not where we want them at all. So we, we definitely um, could use that help here in our community. Yeah, I'm sure that so, weighs in as a And we back. have letters from all the surrounding mayors, police chiefs. Oh, perfect. Oh, I've already done that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, well, uh, you've been fighting that fight for a while. So Yeah. And we're going to continue. That's going to happen. You're yeah. going to get it done. 
Um, so here we are. We've got five minutes, five, six minutes left, Paul. Um, I don't know. We brought a lot of information to the folks tonight, and uh, they know where to go to get more. And I know your phone number is out there oh, I as, guess, yeah. as well. But um, let's recap a couple of things, especially with the events. October 7th, uh, MOA's fourth annual Candlelight Memorial. That's uh, from 6 to 8.30. Yep. Malden oh, High School uh, Courtyard. Court, Malden High School Courtyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, earlier in the day, um, if you want to make it a, a, a great day, the Bread of Life uh, 26th Annual Walk and 5K Run. A lot of fun things going on. That's at Pine Banks in Melrose. That starts at 12, probably winds up around 4 o'clock. Uh, again, Paul's vigil, uh, MOA's vigil at 6. And then um, a couple of weeks, well, a month later, November 3rd. What night is that? Saturday. That's a Saturday night. Shout it out loud. Saturday. <laughs> uh, Feel up tight on a Saturday night. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you that, know where to go. That's right. Kiss Forever um, fundraiser. What's it called? The, the MOA and Kiss Forever Rock Addiction. MOA and Kiss Forever Rock Addiction. Great name. That's at the Irish American, mm-hmm. November 3rd. You can get tickets online. You can get them on MOA's Facebook page or MOA's website or reach out to me on any social media and I will have hard tickets. That evening starts, the doors would open when? Doors open at 6. The, the, uh, the show should kick off by 8.30 with the band, but it, it, it doors open at 6. There'll be a meal by 7. You know, there's going to be a lot of things going on to raise money, raffles, 50-50s, all of that stuff. There'll be uh, donation baskets. There'll be a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun for the oh, community. Yeah. I'm you know? looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, I can't believe we're... Well, then again, summer ends this Saturday, believe it or not. And we're yeah. Trying, We'll be piled on the snow before October you know and it. Halloween and mm-hmm. the snow and uh, yeah, uh, we'll have our uh, DPW director down here with all the snowstorms and uh, the mayor. Right? That, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we always do. Yep. Call him in during those big snowstorms. Of course you do. Um, One thing I didn't mention. Sure. So my position with the city. Yes. So if there's anyone out there that's watching the show, I don't think we we covered my contact. So if if you need any assistance. Yes. In the addiction field. I'm at P. Hammersley, H-A-M-M-E-R-S-L-E-Y, at cityofmalden.org. Okay. 781-570-6328. So again, P. Hammersley at cityofmalden.org is my direct email, and my direct phone number for the city is 781-570-6328, and I am in the Board of Health. So for any questions, even if you don't need help and you just need information, if, if someone you know might even be not right and you're thinking something's not right, give me a call. We can talk about it. I can point you in the right direction. So anything like that. I have all the information you need in, in the addiction world. That's what it's about. It's about the resources, Paul, and um, you are certainly that and much, much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can go to the City of Malden uh, website yep. and, you know, go under health department. You and can. All, you'll find you there as well. Actually, the City of Malden oh. website, if you go into the residence and you scroll down, there's a page that says addiction services. Click okay. that and there I am They'll right there. The Every, everything's there. Yes. Okay. That's correct. That's another way to do it. Yep. Um, all right. Well, we got a couple minutes left, Paul. It's been a privilege having you down. I mm-hmm. uh, can't, uh, can't say it to you enough how much admi- I admire the work that you do, uh, the courage that you show, the leadership that you show in this uh, fight that just it seems like it's never ending. Um, but you're still out there fighting the good fight. And uh, if there's anything you 
want to say to the folks in Malden before we close out the night? I just want everyone to come to the events. I want to see people at the vigil. I would love to. I would love to have support at the fundraiser. I, it's just heartwarming when the city comes out. It's not about just raising money. It's about community. So I can't say enough that when we all get together, it's, it's alone I can't, together we can. The bottom line, if we can pull together as a community, just come out, see what it's about, yeah. just just be a part of, um, we can get our community back to where we to where it should be. And I'm not saying it's not where it should be now. I'm yeah. just saying that we need to just pull together stronger. You know, and I would love to see people at our events just come out, have some fun at the KISS event. and Yeah. Yeah. And go out and have a good time. It's for a good cause. You and, um, you know, it just, it's, it's all about togetherness and community. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what, uh, what MATV is all about, is bringing community together and getting message out there and having Paul come down here on this show and many other shows down here. Don't forget, Paul has a show tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Um, and you can get it on his website as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of the show? Overcoming Addiction. Overcoming addiction. Well, Malden, that does it for me. I got to check the Red Sox, see if they're going to clinch the division tonight. I did want to leave with a quote uh, before we sign off, and it's from Mark Twain, and it goes like this The two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. And I think this guy next to me has found out why. Paul, thanks again for coming on. Thanks, Mike. Uh, it's been a great pleasure. Um, okay, Malden. Keep fighting the good fight. God bless. See you next month.